Hey everyone, it's Brooks from the Walkers on Main Street podcast bringing you the second half of our Magic Maker interview with Jordan and Robert Curry. So sit back, relax, grab your favorite Mickey ears and a Dole Whip, and enjoy the rest of the interview. Hi friends, I'm Brooks. I'm Kelsey, and together we are Walkers Walkers on on Main Street. Street. A husband and wife duo hoping to bring a little Disney magic to wherever you're listening from. So join us as we leave the world of today and enter the world of yesterday, tomorrow, and fantasy. All right, so if you could plan your ideal Disney day, what would it be? What would be your ideal Disney day? Or parks one day. I've Where would you start? What? Where, where would you start? Um, It's... Honestly, for me, what park opens earliest? I was going to say, it has to be Animal Kingdom, probably. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I've i always wanted to do four parks one day. Um, and I just, I think it's a really cool thing to experience. Um, but yeah, I think I would probably do Animal Kingdom and then go probably next to Magic Kingdom. And then Hollywood Studios and then finish off in Epcot. Um, and then after Epcot, go over to the Ale and Compass Lounge and get bread and buffalo cauliflower. <laughs> I think we should vow right, in, right here, like if our trips ever do meet up, if we ever make that happen, we make that park day a four parks. Of yes, day. that would be so much fun because it's like you do a, at least the one that I've read that you're supposed to do is you're supposed to do an attraction which could be like more of like a show type thing, a ride, a character meet and greet, and then you eat something in each park. And so you really have to plan it out well and you have to be smart about it, but it can be done, <laughs> especially if you're staying on property and there's extra magic hours in that first or whatever, park. Or whatever they end up becoming. Yeah, yeah, true. Could you... You couldn't do that right now or plan that strategically right now with COVID and the restrictions they have with the park hoppers until that was over, right? A few people who have figured out how to do it yeah, with park passes and, and getting around. But short of VIP tour, I don't think you really can do it easily, right? Yeah, now. I'm not that smart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not that devoted what? to it. Like, I don't want to... I also am like such a competitive person that I, w- I would feel like it was a waste if I didn't complete it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so where would you guys stay? Ideal Disney stay or have you had your ideal Disney stay? I got my bucket list stay this summer or this January well, we'll and we'll be there again in a couple weeks. And that was the boardwalk. And then we're staying, we're staying at Riviera in September. So that should be a lot of fun. Yeah, that's um, the Riviera is our DVC home resort, so um, I'm really excited. We bought into DVC January of 2020, right before the pandemic. Um, <laughs> We've been running through points this year. Yeah, so we um, we our our home resort is the Riviera, and we finally get to stay there in September. So I'm really excited about that. But honestly, now that we've done that, my like dream, I I've got to stay here is the Polynesian. 
but we're gonna, and yeah. they're just renovating that too. I know. I'm those updated rooms, like Brooks is like because he sees it like through his travel planning trip planning stuff. He's like, look, these rooms are being updated, and I'm like, Brooks, like this, stop tempting me because I have no self control. Right? What about you? Where would you want to stay? I mean, I really enjoyed the boardwalk just because of proximity. I just, I love being close to the Skyliner, but I also love being close to Epcot, which that kind of gives us both of those. So I think I'd, I'd like to check out the beach club and things like that eventually. Mm-hmm. They're all kind of there around the lake. But mm-hmm. yeah, boardwalk, it'll be fun to stay right here. We love being at Riviera. So I think mm-hmm. staying there will be a, a cool experience. Yeah, we, we, all right. So I have one other question for you guys before we kind of wrap it up over here. Um, favorite Disney memory of all the trips you've taken together? What's your favorite memory? Dang. That's like asking a parent to choose their favorite child. Um, you think you know mine? I think. Okay. What is it? I'll win this one. Okay, so that's funny that he says that because that's the first memory that popped into my mind as well. Um, so I'll go first, but then you come up with one. I'll think of one. Um, yeah, so the January trip, so I was, we were at Disney World when I started having the symptoms that led us to find out that I had cancer back in 2017. And so um, I actually ended up in the ER one night after a day at Hollywood studios. Fun fact, ambulance rides from Disney parks are free. But you can't take pictures out the windows if they drive you through backstage areas like Galaxy's Edge and Rivers Dark. Yeah. (laughs) They They drove us. The quickest way to get the ambulance in and out of Hollywood studios was through the development of Galaxy's Edge. Um, This was not my favorite memory though. So... (laughs) (laughs) my least favorite Disney honestly my my favorite memory was it was the January after my cancer diagnosis um I we were at the festival of the arts and I have this picture of my dad and myself in the pink teacup on the mad tea party ride um from when I was three years old it actually hangs in my office in at work and um Miss Mindy is this incredible sculptor artist. Like she, she draws, she paints, she sculpts these incredible figurines. We have a few of them here at the house. Um, But she was standing at, she was at her booth. And so we got to go meet her and we got to talking with her. And somehow um, my diagnosis came up because, you know, she, she just, got into conversation with us and it just kind of came out in conversation and I didn't really talk about it a lot. So like for it to come up, I had like, we felt super comfortable talking with her. Um, she ended up drawing me like on the spot. I bought one of her prints and she, I bought an Alice in Wonderland print and she, pulled out there was like an extra piece of paper in the back of the print and she pulled it out and on the spot drew me the Cheshire cat holding a tea teacup wearing the Mad Hatter's hat and the Mad Hatter is my favorite character from Alice in Wonderland 
And so I still have that drawing and I actually plan to get it tattooed on me eventually because I just love it so much. And it was just such a cool moment. And she was just so sweet and wonderful um, and like took pictures with us. And I mean, literally like every time she saw us, like called out to us and said hello. Um, but yeah, it was just a really cool moment in a really difficult time. Um, and she just was super intentional with us and it was just a really magical moment. Like people talk all the time about magical moments at Disney and, um, yeah, that was definitely probably one of the top, if I had to pick. (laughs) (laughs) I think, I think for me, so we took, so I have one brother who's married, but then I also, we my mom had two sisters and so there's there's six total cousins four of uh, four of the cousins we we didn't get the youngest ones unfortunately but uh four of the cousins and like the aunt and uncle the aunt and uncle my parents my brother like everybody went on this big trip for five days that's like five or six uh, days back in february of 2019 and it, the whole premise was it was my oldest cousin's son's first Disney trip. So everybody, we had to have like 12, 14 people there because why not? Um, and so I think my favorite part, my cousin, he'll admit to, didn't probably plan as well as he should have. And we had probably overplanned for them to do things. And so we naturally... Uh, we had a friend who was friends with friends with Goofy at the Epcot character spot. And so we found out when Goofy was going to be making his appearance and, and how we could get there. And so Aiden, my, my cousin's son's first encounter with Goofy was two and a half minutes long. And he danced with him and played with him and had, had the, you know, just a great, it was like, the perfect character interaction. And since we do not have kids yet, it was kind of that moment of watching a kid at Disney, but also realizing as an adult, why that's so much fun. Yeah. Yeah, And it was cool because we just, the two of us got to take him to meet Goofy. His parents were, my cousin and his wife were very much like, why don't you guys just take him over there? And it was his first time. It was the only time that whole trip that he met Goofy. And it was all he talked about the rest of the trip. And, and still occasionally talks about now, and, three years, two years later. And we still talk about it with our friend that was friends with Goofy. Um, and Jason is just wonderful. Um, and he's um, he really just made that literally, yeah, between that and Miss Mindy, that was probably the most magical moment we've ever had at Disney world. And there's also, I mean, there's certainly, I mean, we have cast members that have literally become friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Joanne. Yeah. We have, we have cast members that become friends. We have cast members that we recognize when we go back. Yeah. Um, so, so that's kind of the cool thing too. I mean, for us, a lot of, I, I mean, it, it really falls on the experience. It falls on being a part of doing things with other people. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, we've kind of in some ways 
at least they, you know, they remember like Voices of Liberty members remembered us when we were talking to them, and yeah. you know, I mean, things like. So it's just kind of cool to have that relationship, and we 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 have it here some days too. I mean, we go to Braves games a lot, and we adore the people who work at Truist Park, and it's very similar in that same feeling. You know, it, it's it feels like home. It 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 gives it the feeling of home that you may not always think you're getting on a vacation, but you do. And I think. I think the thing that we don't give enough credit to is that the cast members are the magic, right? They make Disney everything that it is because at the end of the day, you know, Disney isn't Disney without them and it's not there without them. It's not open. It doesn't operate. The magic doesn't happen without them. And so, um, You know, like he said, just having had these experiences with cast members who really have, I mean, Joanne, we met this woman um, on that November trip that I mentioned earlier. Um, Two days after you were. The day after. The day after, yeah. I got, like, the day after I was in the hospital. No, two days, you're right. Two days after I was in the hospital. um, She saw the shirts that I made for the Mickey's uh, Very Merry Christmas Mm -hmm. Party. And struck up a conversation with us. And this January, I did family photos for her grandkids at the boardwalk. Like, they become family to you. Um, And so, you know, to steal the words right out of our friends, Peter and Sarah's mouths, the phrase, it's good to be home, is so real. Because Disney is home. And it feels like home, largely in part because of the cast members. Well, and that's so true. I mean, we get asked all the time, why do you vacation every time you have an opportunity vacation at the same place? Mm -hmm. I can go to the same park. I can ride the same ride. I can interact with so many different cast members and I have a different experience every time that I'm there. And it's because they really put their all into what they do. And I think one of the things Brooks probably notices more than any other person I've ever surrounded myself with is bad customer service. And like, we can go to Disney and that's not a thing. (laughs) Like bad customer service is not a thing. And it's, it's more of a friendship than it is like a forced, like we're purposely we're here because it's a paycheck sort of thing. Um, Mm -hmm. And that for us has been, you know, one of the things that draws us back, you know, talking about our favorite Disney memories. I mean, like Brooks and I have a few and I would say, um, I said, I probably know what his is and he probably knows what mine are because they're probably our top two for each other. Um, I would say after our, um, our 2019 trip that January, Um, after Brooks had been out of work for almost a year and we had gone through 15 surgeries, (laughs) um, we, for a year and a half, watched Disney YouTube vlogs. We planned our ideal trip. This was, this was going to be our victory lap. Like this trip was going to be what we did for ourselves to say we had overcome what we had overcome. And I remember being at Magic Kingdom. We went to Magic Kingdom on our first day. And that night we were at Magic Kingdom and I was disappointed because we didn't make it through the castle to the other side of the, to the entrance for the fireworks show. And I was like, man, I really wanted to be on that side. So they had shut us off. So we were by the carousel and we stood there and we got to see the fireworks show from the back of the carousel. And I remember in that moment, like 
upset with myself that we didn't get to the other side, but then captivated by it, like us standing there, I remember getting emotional when the fireworks show actually happened because I, to me, that was like, it was reality. Like it was no longer a dream. We were where we had dreamed about being for a year and a half. We were on the other side of it. It wasn't a matter of the fact that this is our goal. We're going to get there, but we were there and we had overcome that. And that for us was like, I felt like not only are we going to make it through this, but we've made it through this. Like that for us was like that one thing. And I think that's what keeps me like going back to that moment is like, you know, like we can be surrounded by like all the cares of the world. And like when we're in Disney, it's just the two of us. And we not only get a chance to be immersed in that, but we get a chance to be immersed in each other and like kind of forget everything else and all the woes and worries of the world. And that for us is like, it's, it's our happy place with each other. Like I always tell Brooks, like my family's like, Oh, we want to go to Disney with you. And when we get in the car, I'm like, I don't want to go to Disney with my family. This is a me and you thing. Like I don't want to go and ride the rides. They want to ride. I want to ride the ride. I want to ride. Like, <laughs> um, no, we, and then we questions all the time. And that's, exactly what we say it's because we we get in the bubble and we stay in the bubble and the rest of the world is shut out and it's just us and that's I agree with you 100% except during well and we talk about it all the time like staying on property that's the only way to get into that mind space and that headspace is like knowing you don't have to get back in the car and leave that property. Like we leave once during our trip and y'all are going to think we're crazy, but we leave once and that's for Wawa because we cannot have a Disney trip without Wawa. Like that's we ha- it. We have to get a steak and cheese sub. <laughs> Love it. Okay. We're going to have to do that. Maybe for dinner the day we leave. Grab Wawa on the way out. We're going to Oh, that's true. That's true. I think that Peter and Sarah got us when they were when they were there. They would always get wild wild. We're like, we have to try this. Um, Yeah. Well, to make it worse, there's now a Bucky's and Warner Robins, and well, we went to a Bucky's. Wait, where did you say it was? Warner Robins. That's the one. That's the one we went to. It's like the Disney World of gas stations. Everyone. I'm not excited. My roommate from college lives there. He may have been here last week, and there may be a bag of beaver nuggets in our kitchen. <laughs> yeah, like, I've been on, like, this sugar-free, like, binge ever since we had our surgery. Like, we've lost all this weight. And I was like, I don't care. I'm getting a piece of this key lime fudge because when you're at Disney World, you eat the treats. <laughs> like, yes. it. it is very dangerous. And we'll be hitting it at about, like, midnight on the way back in a couple weeks. I'm a little worried what may happen. I want, to hear, yeah. I want to hear Brooks's favorite memory, but I also am going to flip the script on you guys after and ask you a question after Brooks's okay. favorite memory. So my favorite memory, I'd so I always joke around my life. I feel like my life is in two sections. I call it pre-K, which is pre-Kelsey and then after pre-K. Uh, so pre-K, I went to Disney twice before Kelsey. Before I met Kelsey, and I would say that first trip I ever went on, like my mom planned it, for, planned it for a year, like before really the Disney travel agents were a thing. She did it like she was getting meal plans off of eBay when there were still like the tickets, and yeah. we we had to look on how to 
do the fast passes and we had literally wrote out a schedule on, okay, we need to go here, get a fast pass for this one to get the paper ticket to come back between 1030 and 1130. So we can go over here and then come back. Um, but I just, one thing I remember, like I have a picture of, and we went with, we planned a trip also with some of our family friends, the Copelands. And we have a picture of us and I have it upstairs um, in front of Spaceship Earth, 2000, and it has 2004 up mm-hmm. at the top. And it's, and it's my mom, my brother, myself, and our friends, the Copelands, which my aunt, and I call, she's like my third cousin, but my aunt Anita was my mom's best friend. And uh, our cousins, David and Stephen, are like, or one of my brothers and myself's best friends. And just experiencing that with them. And also, I remember my mom. That was the first time I ever been. It was the first time my mom really was able to take us. And she was on the bus with talking to a woman. Um, and she was, the woman was talking about she had brought her kids to Disney for the first time. My mom was saying she brought her kids to Disney for the first time. And the other woman was saying her kids were like five and two. And she's like, oh, my kids are 18 and 23. And we're we're kind of arguing the way the five and two year old are arguing, um, but and then literally just remember walking down Main Street for the first time, seeing everything. I literally skipped like a little schoolgirl down it. Main Street, um, and then <laughs> yes, I, I still do it in my head every time, uh, but then. After after meeting Kelsey, um, you talk about it's kind of hard. Again, it's like a parent picking their favorite child. It's hard to pick just one, but um, especially from our latest trip we went in January, um, we we had the gastric sleeve surgery this past year and we lost a lot of weight. So one of the things that um, before the surgeries, I couldn't fit on certain rides because I was too big. Um, and one of the rides that I couldn't fit on was Flight of Passage. Mm-hmm. So we went to, we went to Animal Kingdom and, uh, Kelsey kept on trying to convince me I didn't need to go on the, uh, on the test seat. I was going to be okay. I'm like, no, you do not understand. Cause when we went in 2019, I was nowhere close to being able to fit 2020 in January before COVID. I tried to go and I was kind of close, but still it was a no go. So it was like third year of trying. I was like, I have to use it. I have to do the test seat. So we go up and the cast member is there to help. And I get in there and I sit and she's like, you're like, you're completely in the green. You're good to go. And we tell, and we tell her our experience, like, you know, this is the first time we'll be able to fit, fit in this. At that point we have, uh, we had com- lost over 200 pounds well, combined. 175 at that yeah. point. And we tell her then, and she was like, are you serious? And we're like, yeah. And as you know, right now, they don't have fast passes. And she said, come with right. me. And she took us to the fast pass line, typed in something. She's like, scan your magic band. And we scanned it. And she's like, go have fun. 
And we were like there at park opening and like, it was funny because we were like racing in with all these people to get into this line. And there were people literally running. And then like we get in the fast pass lane and like, I'm sure all these people are looking at us like, what have they done to skip me after I raced, you know, this far to get here. But in that moment, like when, when we looked at each other and we were like, this was a goal for us. And you know, we, we did it and like, we could both fit on the ride. Um, and it wasn't even for me, like, of course I was, ex- I was pumped beyond all belief being able to ride it. We actually rode it twice that day, but again, just having that experience with like that cast member going out of their ways, like I'm going to like make their day magical. And, and that was the first thing we did that day too. Well, right. We did the safari first, but it was, literally starting off our trip with that magic and it just kind of carried on through the whole our whole trip that's awesome i love that i that ride is just it's unbelievable and it's unlike anything you've ever experienced too so i'm so Mm -hmm. i'm really proud of you guys by the way like you inspire me um to keep going, you know, Robert and I are, and I, you know, I am not shy about this at all. We've been on this fertility journey slash cancer journey for four years now. And, you know, to have heard my doctor literally say to us today that I'm 40 pounds away from my goal. Um, and then to sit here with you guys and just hear that part of your story, um, in some crazy way, and I can't believe I'm about to say this, but it's just another one of those ways that Disney magic comes home with you, right? Because mm-hmm. that story that you just told inspires me and I know it's going to inspire somebody else in the same way. So um, I just love that story and I'm really excited for you guys. And, you know, we're, we're praying for y'all as you continue on that journey. I, I have to say, I love every day when my watch buzzes and it's like Brooks completed a workout. Brooks um, completed all of his rings. Brooks did this. Brooks did that. I'm like, go Brooks Walker, go. <laughs> we gotta, we've got to follow each other, Jordan. We need to. And I like your Mickey ears on your watch, by the way. Thank you. Like I bought this and like, I showed a girl at work that I ordered and she's like, Oh cute. You bought that for your Disney trips. And I was like, no, I bought, I bought this every day. <laughs> We don't wear this on Disney trips. We wear this every day. I love it. Um, But, you know, Jordan, we share, you know, this weight loss was a step for us in um, our fertility journey as well. Like we, it was, it was, it's what we knew that we had to do to get to that point and not knowing that it would solve the issues for us that we're, that we have, but we knew that it was the one thing that we could control. And it's the yeah. one thing that we kind of like step, tried to step in and take advantage of. And um, we're still a long way off from, you know, our ultimate goal and where we probably need to be too. But like, that's one of those things that I said, like unspoken, we know that we share with you guys and that um, the Disney magic kind of comes home with you. Like when we went to our pre-op appointments and they were like, what are your goals? I was like, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I'm probably the only adult that says I need to fit on a ride at Disney. (laughs) And then I said the same thing later. (laughs) So you said you were going to flip the strip on it. What you got? Yes. 
So now that we've just talked about getting healthy and all of that, I have to know what your favorite snack is at Disney World. <laughs> well, I can tell you what it what it's not is a turkey leg. But, okay. Uh... Thank you. <laughs> I would say I'm a Dole Whip fan. Um, but let me tell you something. When they when I heard that they had a coconut Dole Whip with this like um I can't pronounce it, the C or K A K A Kakamara is I think what they call it, maybe. Yes. Um that float with the red velvet cake pop. Um hope it stays because I'm a coconut fan. So like the combination of like coconut and Dole Whip has been like a huge thing for me. Okay. I'm going to have to find it if it's there. Oh, I'm going to have to try that. (laughs) It's coconut Dole Whip. And then it's got almost like kind of like a, I would say like a Mountain Dew kind of tropical like stuff that it's in, but then it's a chocolate red velvet cake pop in it as well. And it is like everything I wish it has a little uh, coconut gas from Moana coming nice. on top. Yeah, the cacam- so it is Kakamara, right? I think. Yeah, that's- I think that's what it. It's like K A K A M A R A. So I'm pretty sure that's what it is. But like, um, yeah. So that for me is something. To be honest with you, we're not. I don't know that we're that huge of snackers. Yeah. Um. I mean, I have the. I have kind of my. Staples. I have to get LaFou's brew at least once. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last, literally, the last time we were in Epcot, you know, we were there, there during a festival, trying all these festival foods, and probably that day, my favorite food out of all of them was it was this little egg roll stand that served the best egg rolls I have ever had, and I was like, in of course, of course, it's in Disney, and. Of course, it's not a snack, but the fish and chips at Yorkshire are incredible. Um, but lobster roll. Oh yeah, the uh, well, the lobster mac and cheese. Um, I was. That's good. Course, good. I can talk about food all day. If there's anything with the words lobster in it, Brooks is drying it. Nine. <laughs> at least one so what i'm hearing then is that we need to just do another one of these episodes with you guys all about food at disney (laughs) i feel like y'all are the pros with disney food because i feel like if there's a restaurant y'all eating there and we're like creatures of habit like i'm like the person like oh i know i like the fish and chips so i'm gonna eat the fish and chips every time i go to epcot for lunch (laughs) well you can't go wrong with the fish and chips They are so good. The COVID trips kind of helped that. It's made us explore more. Because we've explored more. Like when you don't, this sounds weird because everybody's like, you have to plan every bit of your Disney trip from start to finish. We canceled so many reservations on our last trip. Yeah, we had fun just being like, you know what, let's go do that instead. That sounds good. And so we ended up discovering things we would probably have never gone to. Yeah. And cancel more dining reservations than we probably should have. Including the pizza window at Boardwalk. Do not sleep on the pizza window pizza. It's so good. But, guys, there is one thing every time I go to Disney that I have to have. Why is he shaking his head? It is not. You have to make a reservation at a restaurant to get it. 
And I literally, I say, we have got to go get drinks and dessert at the Rose and Crown because if I do not get my sticky toffee pudding, it is not a complete Disney trip for me. Have you guys had it? No. No, we haven't. Oh my gosh. It's literally the most delicious thing on Disney property. Like anybody can argue that with me all day long and they will be wrong because it is literally the best thing that I have ever eaten at Disney World. It's like a spice cake with custard and this like melted like toffee caramel sauce over top of it. And it is just like, I can taste it right now. It is so good. Um, And Sarah Brookhart actually like last week texted me. She found the recipe for it and texted me for it. And so, or texted it to me. (laughs) And so, what did you show them? Oh, a picture of you <laughs> salivating over. <laughs> I'm telling you, but every single time, every trip, at least once, I have to have a sticky. T- there you go. There's a picture of it. It's just, I mean, you guys. The visual is it, is, it is incredible. It looks like it was popped out of a jello bowl. Yes, it does. It looks like it's, it looks like it was popped out of like a little baby bunk cake. Is it? I have one question. Is it congealed? Like, is it like gooey? No, no, no. It's like a spice cake, and then it has this like it has toffee, like hot toffee in the middle of it. Yeah, it's like toffee, and then like this custard, but it's like a warm. (sighs) the The only thing I can even compare it to is like if you could somehow keep the um like it's like if you warmed melted ice cream, but it didn't like curdle. <laughs> I'm not describing this well at all, but it's like it's like a mixed mixture between the flavor of like a warm vanilla pudding and like warm vanilla ice cream, like warm cream, like a heavy cream. It is literally just so good, and I always eat it way too fast because it is so good. <laughs> And, and it's very rich. Yeah. But every time they come to the table and we order one, they're like, do you just want one? And I said, Nope, I'm not sure. (laughs) Because I need my own. Like it's, it's so good. It's my favorite. So Robert, you said you like, you get hooked on the menus and like you go and you go, like you go for the menus. Are you the person that just goes and tries everything or you know what you want before you get there? It's a mix of both. So, so I have an app. Don't, I was about to say, you are such a liar. You guys, he he pulls this app out and he's literally, Jordan, we have to plan what we're getting. There's, (laughs) there's this app. It's like WDW food and wine. It's made by some third party. It's not like an official Disney app. Works is like currently going to download it. Put all of the menus on it for every festival, and then you you they put the prices, and you can put if it's one you've tasted, if it's a favorite you had, or if you're wishing for it. So literally, my thought is look through, mark all of them as wished for, if there are things I want to try, and then we'll filter it when we get there and. I mean, there are times, though, you're going to walk up to a booth, you're going to see a picture on the menu board, or you're going to see somebody walking with it, and you want it, even if it didn't sound good in the first place. 
Like, I'm the person who, like, I know what I want before I get there. And I'm like, we have to go here because I want this. And Brooks is like, live life on the edge, Kelsey. And I'm like, it's too unpredictable. I mean, 100%. I can already tell you that the morning of our anniversary for breakfast, we're having every, we're going to get one of everything at the Sunshine Griddle booth for Flower Garden. (laughs) We have to, like, limit ourselves when we go to Epcot and it's a festival. Like, we have to go, like, buy the gift card and be like, we're only about to spend this much on food. Because if not, like, we're about to blow a budget real quick. Because she wants sticky toffee pudding, we already have Rose and Crown at, like, 5 o'clock that day. So we just (laughs) Got a lot of food to get in before 5 o'clock. That will be festival booths. It's just going to be the way it goes. So needless to say, I'm literally drinking water and eating salads for the next two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the other thing. It's like Brooks and I come home from a Disney trip, and Brooks is like, I just feel like I need to eat a salad and drink some water for about 10 days. Because I feel like... And it was so funny on our last trip. It was our first trip going since we had surgery. So we cannot eat like half of what we used to could eat. Sure. So for once we had to agree on what we were purchasing because we had to share it. And it was, it was painful. Like, what? I do not want that, but we have to get that because we can't finish one on our own. <laughs> festival booths, well. Yeah. At the festival booths, we share everything. Like if you, if you see us post a picture of food, we've likely split it in half. Now, there are some rules against that. Uh, sushi donuts during Festival of the Arts. Oh, man. Um, the lobster poutine, I believe I ate the bulk of that, or the lobster chips. Yeah, it ate. wasn't my oh, The, you, lobster, the poutine. lobster poutine just did not do it for me. Me either. Well, now, the lobster mm, mac and cheese, mm. that was a different story. Yeah, but like the what I didn't like about the poutine, and maybe I just don't know enough about poutine, but I did not like the fact what the one we got was the toppings were cold. The only thing that was warm was the actual cheese. Uh, mm-hmm. that Everything else was cold. That might have been a problem in, in execution. Yeah, it shouldn't have been that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We and it was the first thing we tried, and maybe we just had high expectations for it. But I'm going to tell you, like, every year, like, we have this conversation and I don't even think they had it this year last time we were there the um impossible meatball slider that they had that one year like Brooke and I went back for like seconds and thirds like I was like I could eat this all day long that was really good and then they did the um the vegan bratwurst at the little yeah at the outpost oh my gosh um, we were we were actually running around with the Brookharts um that night, and I wanted to treat Peter to a jackfruit bratwurst, and he ended up paying for both of them because my card didn't work. <laughs> and so I was like, "What the heck?" Um, Are you sure you want to buy this? Yeah, yeah. No, it was so good though. Like. I wanted one this year and I didn't get it. And it was the one thing that I was like, it! I forgot about my bratwurst. And then one three times. <laughs> Last trip, we didn't indulge. But like one thing I've dreamed about, and I've seen it a lot on Instagram lately, because I've gone down the Instagram rabbit hole, is in the, was it the Italy pavilion or the France pavilion? Like the pastries that they have. Like I've seen a lot of like the display cases and I'm like, oh my goodness, like 
I want, like, I just need to, like, indulge in this for a minute. The bakery in the back of France is kind of a hidden it's gem. It's a hidden gem. Yeah, I think, I don't know, may not have in this trip, but in September, because, like, I've never actually gotten anything from that bakery yeah. before. So I think the September trip might be the trip of, like, trying new things that we have. We spent a lot of time in France on this last trip, like, more time than we've given it credit for in the past. Mm -hmm. And I was so surprised by, like, how much I loved it. Like, I think we've kind of passed it in the past it in the past and just not, like, gone. But, like, when we were there this last time, was it? Um, yeah, we spent a good amount of time there. And well, like, we also did the Beauty and the Beast sing along, so we had to wait for that to. Uh, we had to wait for that story, and that too, like, that's really the first sing along I've ever been a part of where people actually sung along. Yeah, the whole cra- the whole audience was just singing. No one spits like Gaston. Yes, I love and, it. That's awesome. We I don't actually think we've ever done that. Yeah, I love it. Um, so again, September, we gonna do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that like I said, I think we could spend like a whole another hour and a half just talking about Disney food. Yes. <laughs> we have thoroughly enjoyed spending time with you guys. Um, we didn't go through all the questions and of course we couldn't we're already like an hour and a half into this thing so we're gonna have to split this into like two parts but um we um are so glad that we got a chance to get with you on this and we're so glad that you were our first magic makers um that we got a chance to talk to and um we know that you guys will continue to create magic. You create magic for us just on your own personal Instagrams when you share it. And I'm sure our followers will follow you along when you take it over. I guess you're going to Disney in two weeks. So we'll be seeing some new photos on that account. Yes, ma'am. I just committed her to it. <laughs> no, and I'm actually debating. Um, I did not vlog our January trip. I vlogged in October And I told myself, if I don't get all these vlogs edited, I'm not vlogging in January. And I uh, didn't vlog in January because the October vlogs are still not over. But I think since this is just like a short anniversary trip, I may may do a little bit of vlogging um, in a couple weeks. Bring the the trusty vlog camera back out and just have some fun with it. Um, Maybe get a new gorilla pod so that when I pick it up it won't fly off like it did at animal kingdom back in october i was vlogging and i literally like picked it up and the camera went flying we oh, wow. flying for um navi river journey and it just flew right off and my camera was fine so well maybe if the world is lucky 2021 will be the year that the walkers and we all get to go together the curse the to go together even if it's a day yes let's do it let's make it happen not all right, we're in 2022.